Hey everyone, welcome to On The Line. My name is Addison and I'm a 15-year-old aspiring sports broadcaster. On The Line is a sports podcast that highlights the stories of high school and college athletes so you can get a behind-the-scenes look at what it takes to be the best. Welcome back to On The Line. My name is Addison, and today I'm joined by soccer player Izzy Toma. Izzy is a rising junior at Glacier Peak High School here in Washington State, and will be sharing with you her soccer journey. So thank you so much, Izzy, for being here, and thank you to everyone listening. Yeah, thank you for having me. My pleasure. Well, when did you start playing soccer? So I started playing soccer in kindergarten. So when I was about five years old, and I've played ever since. Do you have a fun story on how you got into soccer, or is it just something your parents put you in? Honestly, I think it's just something my parents put me in, because I can't really remember back then. Right, and from the second that you started playing soccer, did you know you wanted to do it for a long time, or did it take a while for you to start enjoying the sport? Well, I definitely enjoyed it from the beginning, but I was a multi-sport athlete, and so I really liked gymnastics and basketball Mm -hmm. as well. And so I did all three of them for a while. And then when I got to, like, middle school and high school, it came to the point where I, like, couldn't do them all. Right. So then I kind of realized that soccer was my favorite. And so I just continued on with it. Is there a reason why you stuck with soccer and why that's your favorite? Um. I don't know. I really like the competitiveness of the game. And I guess you can just kind of be creative. You know, there aren't like set plays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just like the whole feeling of the game. And I really like being on a team as well. And that's like a good team sport. Mm -hmm. Right. And what position do you play? Um, Well, on my new team, because I switched teams at the beginning of the season, I pretty much just play outside back usually on the left side but on my previous team I think I played pretty much every position for a good amount of time wow so you must be very versatile which I would assume is a positive when you're an athlete yeah yeah definitely well I'm pretty sure outside back is is a defender correct yes but could you go into more detail on what your role is on the field so an outside back is probably so I am my position is known as a defender but my coach also uses outside backs a lot to attack like up the sideline you know yeah and so in games I make a lot of runs up the field like when we have the ball to try and help Mm -hmm. like get crosses in to hopefully score but then on defense I have to tuck in and I just have to stop the forwards I guess right yeah and did you choose to be an outside back or is that somewhere your coaches put you because they felt like that was a strong spot for you? Um, I would say I didn't really choose it, but it's always been a position. Even my like previous coach has told me that he thinks that's like my strongest spot. And so I guess my new coach just saw that as well. And so I think I'm just like a very defensive minded person. Right. So I think 
I'm just like good at defense. And so I think the coaches just do that as well. I know you kind of already touched on this, but what would you say is your biggest strength that you add to your team? Um, I would probably just say like either my work ethic or like my ability to like adapt to new circumstances because I feel like I always try really hard even in like diverse situations mm-hmm. and I'm it's I'm like able to change my style of play quickly depending on who I'm going up against or like the environment around me. I like what you just explained because a lot of times when you think of strengths, you think of like you're physically strong. So that's your attribute or you're really fast. But I like how you kind of talked about the mental aspect and just like who you are as a player and your work ethic. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. I feel like mental stuff, like mental toughness and stuff is like a huge part of the game. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, what what would you say is the biggest thing that keeps you motivated? I know being an athlete is really tough and it's tough mentally and physically. So it's easy to, you know, feel a lack of motivation, but what keeps you motivated? Um, I would probably say just my team, mm-hmm. you know, cause you really want to like do good for your team and you don't want to like let them down. And also the thought of college coming up, that's obviously gonna yeah. be something that's going to push you to try your best because mm-hmm. you want to show like coaches what you can do. And speaking of teams, do you play on just like your school team or do you also play on a travel team? So I play on my high school team during high school season and then the rest of the year I'm on a travel team. What would you say is the biggest benefit of playing in other states and playing teams across the country? Um, probably just getting the opportunity to like play new teams and new environments. You know, I feel like having the opportunity to play like the best teams from all over the country rather than just in your state definitely like helps you like grow as a team and like get better. Mm-hmm. And like diff- playing in different states, I feel like can be good for colleges. You can start figuring out which environments and stuff you like playing in and which you like don't. Do you have a favorite state or favorite city that you've played in? Um, I recently went to Florida for soccer, which I really like Florida. It's just really humid. Yeah. And I would, but I feel like just like a really good one that like, is probably my favorite is probably just California. I really like the state in general. For sure. Yeah. I have never been to Florida, but I can't imagine how hot it was. And I, did you go this summer? Yeah. And so, yeah, the worst time. Yeah. Is it hard to balance both playing for your high school team and also playing in like a club travel team? Um, not really because when high school season starts, like my club season stops And so I pretty much just have one to focus on depending on what season it is. But then you end up having no like off season. (laughs) Yeah. And so once like during the summer, I guess I have like one, just like high school practice a week. So it's not bad, but then near the end of high school season, if you make it to playoffs, that's kind of when it like overlaps. Mm -hmm. But my, club coach is like good about it 
and he won't make us come to club practices if our high school season is still continuing. And so normally it's pretty easy to deal with. Yeah, that must be kind of tough when there's that overlap, but I'm glad your coaches are understanding of that. Yeah. So how has playing for both your high school team and the ECNL team helped improve you as a player? Um, probably just the opportunity to play with two different groups of girls and in like two totally different environments because high school soccer and ECNL are just two like very different styles of play. And I feel like it just helps make me more versatile as a player. Can you explain the differences in the style of play from high school and ECNL? I would say that high school is definitely a lot more like, it can be a lot more aggressive because in high school, it's not always the most like skilled players you have, like the ones that like work really hard. And so that one, you don't need like skill as much for, whereas club is like, cleaner you know and you have to do a lot more passing rather than just like dribbling and like scoring Mm -hmm. but I can see how that's really beneficial to be playing both in school and like a club team and is that what most most girls do or is that pretty uncommon to do both um I would say most do both some end up not choosing to do high school and so during that season I think they just find a boys team usually just to practice with. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And do you have like a private coach or anything like that on on the side or just your like coaches for your teams? Um, well, I, I don't have like a private coach really. I just do training at this place called Toka. And so I just, that's just like kind of first touch and like working on, like just like (laughs) passing and shooting and kind of just like getting like the basics really strong. And I kind of have a coach that I go to that normally with. Nice. And what is an important aspect of soccer that many people might just overlook? Probably I would say just like the sacrifice and commitment that comes with it because my team practices almost every day. And so lots of the times when like my friends are all hanging out, I have to be at soccer practicing or I'm like putting in work on my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what has helped you not feel like you're missing out on stuff? Because I know it's so easy to just also lose that lack of motivation just because you see your friends doing all the stuff at summer and then you have to practice. So how are you able to continue to stay motivated and not feel down because of it? I would probably just say, since I love the game, it's a lot easier to like continue going to practices Mm -hmm. and keep working hard just because of the benefits that I know will come from it and that I know it'll help me improve in the long run. Mm -hmm. What has been your proudest moment on the field so far? I would say, well, my proudest moment is probably with my team rather than individually and it was with my previous team when we won regionals because it was just something that we had been working like so hard for for so long and then all that hard work had like finally paid off what do you feel like clicked 
in that moment for you guys to win regionals. What was different or unique about this team that helped you reach this accomplishment? Yeah, so I feel like we obviously had been working hard like all season. Mm -hmm. And then once we actually got to the regionals tournament, I feel like everyone just wanted, like we all shared like the same passion and we all just wanted to win. And so throughout the whole tournament, we were all just trying our best and our best work. And I feel like in the end, it all just came together. Yeah. Well, you mentioned college earlier. So what are you interested in playing soccer in college? What schools are you interested in? I am interested in playing in college, whether that is at like a D1 or D2 level. Mm-hmm. And so I think I'm most interested on schools towards the West Coast because I don't want to travel too far. And so schools like Boise State, um, Cal Poly, Gonzaga, Cal State, or other ones like near this side of the country are ones that I'm most interested in right now. And what steps are you taking now to help get attention from these top schools or your top schools? Well, every time I have like a tournament that I know coaches are going to be at, I like look at the list and see what schools will be there. And then I just send them like tons of emails, like introducing myself and sending them my schedule. And just, I hope that they'll come out to a game and see me play. And another good way to get attention is also going to ID camps, which I have just recently started doing because it's like a great way to make sure that the coaches will see you. So what are these camps? Um, they're usually one to two days long. And I think I've only gone to one so far, but at the one I went to, there was about like 30, maybe 40 girls. And so you play for maybe four or five hours each day. And so since it's such a small like pool of girls, mm-hmm. it's just like a really good way for coaches to be able to like see who you are as a player and really be able to watch you and focus on you. Wow, that sounds like a really great opportunity to kind of get your name out there. Yeah. And since I'm not going through the recruitment process, never will, I'm just curious, is this something that you do individually or is this something that your coaches kind of help guide you through? Um, I would say it's a little of both. I, I'm the one that like reaches out to coaches, you know, and like lets them know when I'm going to be playing and lets them know who I am. But my coach will also help do that in like a similar way. As if a coach contacts him, he will let them know like these players are like what I think would be do like would do good in your program. And why do you think you would benefit or what, what attributes would you bring to a college um, team? Um, I would say I would definitely bring hard work. And as we kind of touched in the past, I feel like I'm very versatile. And I'm also, I feel like, really selfless and have good sportsmanship. <laughs> And could you explain why that's important? Yeah, because I feel like all of those 
You mean having a good attitude and having like, and always trying your best is like a big part of it mm-hmm. because yeah, I feel like just the mental game is just as important as like the physical game. And yeah. I just feel like working hard and like having a good attitude I just feel like it all helps so much. Yeah. And kind of going off track here, but I kind of witnessed this firsthand. So I'm now the manager of the football team at my school, North Creek High School. And I was going to their day long seven on seven tournaments. They had seven different um, games. And I really noticed that whether it was our team or our opponents, whenever someone would lose their composure, usually what happens next is not good. And a lot of times playing sports, there's a lot of built up energy and, you know, it's a, and it's an aggressive sport and that can cause, you know, some strife and some arguments, a lot of trash talking. But what I I noticed is the teams that were the most composed got the furthest in the tournament. So I like what you were saying about, you know, having good sportsmanship and, you know, being that bigger person on the field, being selfless. I really, I saw that happen and I saw how far that can take you. So I think that's really important. Yeah. I know the recruitment process can be pretty stressful. So how are you planning on approaching this time in your career? Well, I am just going to continue reaching out to schools I'm interested in, but I'm definitely going to keep my options open for like schools that may not be as well known or at the moment I like aren't one of my top picks. And I feel like when approaching the recruitment process, it's just like really important to always try your best no matter when you're playing, because you never really know what coach is going to come and watch you and when they're going to be there. Mm -hmm. What has been the biggest lesson that you've learned as an athlete so far? I would say probably it's kind of cliche, but just the fact that hard work does pay off and that you probably won't accomplish anything if you don't try. I mean, I feel like all the sacrifices that you make will be worth it in the end if you just try your hardest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is your big, I guess you could say, overarching goal that you would like to accomplish in your soccer career? Um, I would probably say, I probably just being part of a college team. I feel like at the moment I would like to go D1, but Mm -hmm. there's a big difference in like commitment levels between D1 and D2 soccer. And so, Yeah, I would just say being part of a college team and getting to experience that and just getting to continue to play at that high level. And what piece of advice would you give your middle school self in regards to soccer? Um, I would probably just tell myself to stop like worrying about messing up and just just do my best because I feel like at that time and still kind of now, I can easily like get in my own head which affects how you play because if yeah. you don't like if you just dwell on one mistake you're not going to do the greatest the rest of the game I would just tell myself to move on from mistakes and it doesn't mean that I'm a bad player and to just, just keep trying my best 
I love that. I know it is really easy to get in your head and to, and sometimes getting in your head and second guessing yourself causes you to make more mistakes. I know I've witnessed that firsthand from just my personality. So yeah, yeah, that's great advice. The last question I have is who is your biggest role model? Is there someone that you look up to um, in the soccer world? Um, someone I really like, I would probably just say Alex Morgan, if I'm being honest, I feel like she's such like a well-known player, but because of that, I've like been able to like know who she is kind of throughout my whole soccer career. And so she's just been someone that I, whenever I watch like the U S national team play, I'm constantly like looking out for her. And I just feel like she's just really good. (laughs) Yeah. I also feel like she's a really good person. And in, in the interviews I've watched or, podcast that she's been in she just seems like such a nice genuine person and really like athletes off of the field can really like change your opinion of them on the field as well so yeah she seems like a really awesome person yeah well I guess we have a couple more minutes so have you met any like famous soccer players or whether they're in high school college professional um I I don't think I have. Like, honestly, I haven't got the chance to, really. Maybe one day when you're a D1 soccer player. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Do you like watching soccer for fun? I know that some athletes don't like watching the sport they play because it might be kind of like anxiety producing, but do you enjoy watching it? I enjoy watching it at like, I, yeah, I'd say I definitely enjoy watching it. Sometimes I will say games can get a little boring if nothing's really happening, but most of the time I like watching it. I can agree with that. I know I haven't started watching soccer until recently, and I actually found I really enjoy watching soccer, but I used to think it was really boring. So anyone listening, I recommend giving it a second chance. I know it's kind of like baseball. Some games can be really exciting. Some games are just super boring. (laughs) Exactly. Well, do you mind just sharing your Instagram or any other social media platforms so people can go follow you and check you out? Yes, my Instagram is Izzy Toma, and then my Twitter is Izzy underscore Toma, which I use a lot for soccer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, well, I'll have those links linked in the show notes as well. But yeah, go check out both of those platforms. Thank you so much, Izzy, for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate you waking up, I guess, kind of early for summer (laughs) to (laughs) talk with me about soccer and good luck through the recruitment process. And I'm excited to follow along your journey. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. And thank you to everyone listening. Bye guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of On The Line. I upload new episodes every Sunday at 12. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, and follow On The Line on Instagram, and all those links will be in the show notes. Thank you!